10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Yay! Welcome back to a little more grandstanding from the bandstand. I am your conductor, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is Are We Friends, the show where three boys who have known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. Oh, you didn't use the inertia of that. Yeah, that was the joke is that it was uh, I stopped the inertia to say the word. Thank you, Brian, for picking up on that (sighs) very subtle physics literary joke. (laughs) So, contrary to what Taylor made it sound like, our episode today is not on the OK Corral. It is. I was going to say, it's not on... <laughs> Look, I'm calling Annie the... Oakley. I want to do it. I, I, I was just listening to fucking some Primus song, and that intro you did <laughs> sounds a lot sucks. like Winona's Big Brown Beaver, so thank you for that. Anyways, oh, sorry. what we are talking about today is productivity. That's, that's my episode. Topic. It is my topic. And I think a long time ago, somebody did procrastination because they weren't yeah they procrastinated on picking an episode topic but i decided to go the opposite way with it because i was too productive i was too busy doing other stuff oh, sounded like you procrastinated on uh, finding there. a topic and then you know like other pro procrastinators got super busy with other stuff and then you know turned this in i was busy the whole time all Wait, the way from the beginning to the end wasn't hold on what what did it correct do? me if i'm wrong wasn't procrastination the episode where we did the chapters on the How to Be Fucking Lazy book? No, no, that was How to Be Idle. Oh, that's How to Be no. Idle. I'm so sorry. Okay, because I was about to go, if the procrastination one had homework and the productivity one had no homework, <laughs> I'm going to shit. That's how productive like, it is. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? It's All right, idea. yeah, lead us through this productive yes, conversation. Get us, get us through your okay, rationale yes, yes. for this insanity. The first thing I want to do is I want to I, I want to do I want to set <laughs> set the mood a little bit. All right, so a lot of what I'm going to talk about today are techniques that come from, I would say, evil places like the the tech industry and like large companies <laughs> and ways to oh, yeah, for capitalism yeah. to continue to force people to work harder and more. Well. It's not really them. It's people who have bought into capitalism and like live it in their blood and like now continue to Marks, find yeah. ways to to just suck more time out of their day in order to do more work, which I think is produce fucking more. crazy. For me, it, that exact difference is the difference between someone who works in technology and a tech enthusiast. And you can tell the difference between the two because the tech enthusiast will have like all of the smart devices, all of the like the voice recognition and the facial recognition, and someone who works in you know, hardware or security or in tech, like not having any of that shit in my house, absolutely not. And I feel like it's the oh, same thing. Oh, they're aware of the horror. Yeah, like <laughs> actual capitalists, you know, like the, the the fat cats or whatever, don't give a shit about how much work you do. They just know that you need to do it, and someone else will be paid to make you do it. Versus like the capitalist enthusiasts are like. Hustle culture. I wake up at 5 a.m. Oh. every day, eat two boiled eggs, go on three-mile runs, <laughs> swim four laps, and then I have when, breakfast. And I still they... manage to meditate, you know, and shit like that. Yes, I, I agree with you on the on the second half of it. The first half, I think, you actually described software developers versus security professionals. Security people oh, yeah, are usually yeah. the ones that... <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. And software developers are like, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? I live and breathe capitalism. 
Um, so that being said, <laughs> well, there's there is a lot. These everything I've extracted is from a combination of psychology research and these like many, many, many books that these like startup, you know, fundraising motherfuckers do to to really abuse their bodies and their time. By abuse, I mean they're doing healthy stuff for themselves. But you know, you know, psycholo- like are they? My point is, <laughs> I strive to to steal these techniques from them to bring to you so that you can use this to open up more free time for yourself, not okay. to work more. I okay. see. Now, on, along those lines... Uh, <laughs> I just want to clarify. Oh. <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, a lot of this is... Uh, so when these people talk about this, they don't ever acknowledge that it's extremely privileged to just think that people can use all of these whenever they feel like. The reality is that most people have... You know, there are eight hours of work a day where you can't do anything but do the work, right? It was to say, there's no opportunity to flex your schedule or anything. Yeah, and it depends on what field you are and what you're doing. But, like, for example, you know, uh, Brian, what you do, you can't, like, pretty, you're pretty live the whole time. strict regime. Yeah. <laughs> there's no real room for maneuvering. Yeah, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I have complete freedom. And in the middle, there's, like, a bunch of office workers that, you know, like... Howdy. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so I don't. I don't actually. I don't. It was so bad because it was just. And then in the middle, there's these mindless drones. No, my point is, I'm not. Oh, Taylor's here too. <laughs> I'm not calling out Taylor because I don't know what his day to day is like. But there are that's many fair, office situations in which people are like expected to work all day. But sometimes you can get away with with doing things a certain way. Like you can get your boss to be okay with it as long as all your mm-hmm. work is getting done. It really depends on the field and the company and like office and a million things. Yeah, that was like uh, working in the mortgage industry. It was very much like, look, I mean, we're it's based on the mortgages. Get get your work done and whatever. We don't care. You know, did it close on time? <laughs> Great. We all got paid. Yeah. So in a yeah, situation like you. that, excellent to use these, right? You use these to get out of out of the work faster and you go home and you you try to relax some and forget what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, the capitalist hellscape that exactly. just happens to be Tokidoki adorable <laughs> enough to get adorable. you into like, oh boy, I get to pay off another mortgage Baby's I didn't first ask capitalism. for. Yeah, capitalism yeah. for kids. It's great. It truly is kids' capitalism. So I'm gonna go from easier techniques to harder techniques. Okay. So on the okay. easier end of the spectrum, some general advice for everybody. This is just gonna help you across the board in all areas. Really, not just productivity. Oh, so we sleep. just went straight to proselytizing. Like, we're not going to talk about, yes. like, whether productivity There's itself no is... Uh, okay, we're just There's going no straight, discussion like, of this merit. is what's going to help you. All right, cool. Let now me, I'm going to fight you. Let's do this. Let me... Let me. What I will say is, <laughs> for what I mean by productivity, is just that you can do the tasks that you want to. You can get them done faster with more focus. That's uh-huh. all. Okay. That's all. And that is whatever your task may be doesn't have to be work. I- <laughs> so, sleep. Taylor defiantly opened a beer. I know. This is, this is going to be a, a major problem. Uh, my first my first piece of general advice is just sleeping better. Overall. Oh, yeah. yeah sleeping enough, you know, not always possible because of, of work and other obligations. But when you can, you know, uh, it's the same as the old, like, studying advice, right? You, you are going to do better on the test if you get a full night of sleep over staying up all night cramming less sure night, right it's just it's true in many different areas of your brain super helpful not going to get super into it um 
polyphasic is a whole different discussion that is not relevant to this right now. Correct. Your your yeah. brain's got to wash itself. That's kind of what it does at nighttime. Yes. It, yeah, it exactly. Does. Yeah, you want to get all the horrible gunk out of your head. That yeah, is, you don't wear socks two days in a row. You don't want to have the same brain two days in a row. You got to wash it in between. <laughs> get a new one. Go to the store and get a new one. Before that was uh, the underutilized metaphorical genre of sock as brain metaphor. <laughs> You're welcome. Yep. Another easy one. You hear about this all the time. Just building habits, right? Daily things you got to do. Your, your chores, if you do them at the same time every day, you start to get faster doing them. You don't have to spend as much time doing chores. You know? Yeah. Uh, if you want to work- excellent hack for this the other day uh, for people chores. who take daily medications and have trouble doing it. If you've got a cat, um, somehow combine the time that you feed the cat with taking medications because you might forget to take a pill. That cat is not going to forget that it's breakfast time. So if you can anchor those two things together, golden. Yeah, that's 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 a great way to do it. Like honestly, coupling together a lot of different activities that that helps a lot. Uh, I'm not going to go anymore on habit building because y'all hear it a million times. It's all over the place. Uh, procrastination. That's that's a tough one. You know, don't do it. It makes everything harder for yourself yeah. by like a lot. I, you know this. I'm not. I'm not saying yes. anything new here. Uh, no, you're not wrong. But this does bring me into what something I do want to talk about, which is just in general anxiety, depression, and other mental health yeah. issues, and how they pair along <laughs> with this kind of stuff. You know, and it's just like uh, there, there is a, there's a, there's a great balance to find right between your only working and not leaving any of your any time for yourself and so mm-hmm. you become completely crushed mentally because you don't have any free time to, to, <laughs> to decompress or do anything <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum though if you have nothing but free time you also your mind just like devours itself and you feel fucking horrible for some reason it has nothing to eat so it will eat it's exactly like yeah and not now i'm not saying not that means you should be working enough to 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 like find that balance i'm saying you should find activities that you enjoy doing for yourself and have some time devote like a good amount of time i'd say devoted to that and let not too much time to just mindlessly TV and such yeah. stimulate yourself yeah. though not in the you know gross or not gross but physical way but like mental you know like yeah i'm just I, i'm just not saying don't jerk off all the time that's all i'm saying no 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 after a while you'll that. develop That'll a rash and you, um, but you can jerk off quite a bit i would say that's, could, there's yeah. more th- more than you'd think well, but less than you'd hope and there's yeah. like not a lot of negative <laughs> negative traits to jerking off and like that's doesn't take too no, much time truly one of well one of the pleasures that we actually get like <laughs> no downside <laughs> what the way Jorge just said. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, the other thing. Right. Yeah, you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. So, in addition to jacking off. Um, though, I, unfortunately, I only ever hear this sort of imagination happening around, like, the paleo diet. Um, but if you imagine yourself, you know, in a, in a pre, like, a pre-agrarian state right as homo sapien right we did stuff all day you know we, we were a species yeah. that was designed to talk to one another and do stuff all day and like that's that's good for us you know and that's that's sort that's of how we, we do that's sort of how we work and different people do those in different amounts but you know like uh, we were saying stimulation yeah it's you can't just sit in the woods and doing nothing 
because you know previously you would have been devoured and if not by a bear then your brain does it itself because there's no yeah. more bears to eat you in the woods to punish you for not doing anything <laughs> so you know, yeah. just like embrace embrace the cave person and i i'm i'm inclined to agree with you on this point i have seen a lot of these these tech assholes like use evolution arguments to oh, prove certain points shit. that's that's and why i wanted to yeah what a yeah. dark path um, way to go down. I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding that they have with the fact that, like, evolu- like since we call it evolution and intelligent design, and we usually use, like, for shorthand, I think, say, like, you know, like, it, uh, like we were designed to do this, right? It's not really yeah. that somebody sat there and decided this would be the best way to do it. It all happened pretty much by accident. It just kind of worked well enough to stick, right? Like, if you look at yeah. our, our circulatory system, it's a complete gobbledygook mess. And our knees just don't fucking work. Like they're just not good enough. To yeah, bipedalism. You can tell in every every time that you walk around and hurt, you can tell how recent of an adaptation bipedalism yeah, is. <laughs> like it's a couple million years old for our line, but like, and on the scale of species, relatively new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're still yeah, not good uh, at it. No. So I don't want to stay here on my on this uh, this mental health soapbox, but I will say if. Even just like small baby steps, right? Just find like something. Okay, like I'm gonna start working out or meditating or just doing these house chores every day. And you can keep that. It does. It does help, and it helps you start a base to then build off of to to get more you can positive stuff in your life. Also, start smaller. I brushed my teeth today. Yeah, I got out of bed. Yeah. and showered today. Like Do you can not. start as small as you can. Every 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 lap is a victory lap. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, there's the I, I will say my I, I found a meme the other day that was just two people sitting there talking and one just goes, I'm not depressed anymore. And then it's just, are you not depressed or is it 50 degrees outside? And I just look <laughs> down and it's 50 degrees outside. I, I saw another one like, how could I be depressed? Look how clean my room is. You know, like I, said, I loved that no. one. That one made me laugh really yeah, hard. Like, that's, exactly. So. Yeah, and I will anyway, say, sorry, continue. I've been trying to layer these things on throughout my whole life, and it is not just like a straight up action, right? It is usually like, bloop, 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 go up a little bit, and it's like, oh yeah, depression just like hits you, and then it's like super hard to keep doing these things, and then you, you start peeling them off, you just start peeling off all these activities until you're back at nothing, and then it's like, okay, maybe next time we just build them up a little bit faster, you know, like, it goes back yeah. and forth, right? If you, if you I, have I, any sort of like generalized depression or anxiety disorder or something harder to deal with. I do want to say that as as someone who's dealt with a couple of those things before, um, and I I'm doing this with you trying to lose weight and it's, it's fine, it's going, but it's not you know whatever. Like losing, getting KO'd or getting dropped for a round is it sucks, but it will be easier. It is a little bit easier the next time you try because though from my understanding, those things kind of stack up like failing to do stuff like gets it it's a little bit easier to again get to that point the next time you do it so just keep doing it i mean it just depends if words. you learn if you learn from from your that's mistakes, the thing right? of like, course to, yeah, yeah, yeah. i also i do a the, lot of research um, before starting a new habit well you're a nerd so, so i am yeah, I'm a huge relax nerd with that it. so like, every time i come back to it there's less research to do it makes it a little bit easier that, yes to yeah. quote the comedic masterpiece that i sat down and rewatched the other night batman begins why do we fall down 
to get back oh. up. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to, with, with, with where that was, I thought you were going to quote Alfred at the other part going, all those push-ups and you can't move a bloody, <laughs> bloody log. <laughs> no, the, uh, yeah, if you're feeling, if you, if you don't have it in you to do anything else, like, go watch have Batman a turn. Begins. Yeah, watch Batman Begins. First of all, holds up, and secondly, because that movie takes itself so goddamn seriously, rife for comedy and i we didn't see it until we just rewatched it so oh funny. my god i i haven't reanalyzed so batman since i have, have like adopted my new leftist policies but to, oh, oh my it's god hard to stop him why don't you stop doing push-ups and donate some money you asshole no. dude okay crack.com old old crack.com it was like a company oh, policy that batman is indefensible like the amount of good that he does beating up poor people who have been brought to crime versus like you have billions of dollars <laughs> why don't you just literally fix gotham like you you bruce wayne has he infinitely does. more capacity to be a symbol for good with the- your money than Batman does. So like, it's just your stupidest fucking thing. So it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent correct. The only thing I will say, and Batman Begins kind of does this in in this is a weird conversation to be having. Uh, Batman Begins does try to imply that the issue is in fact systemic, and that while one person is incredibly capable of doing, like the Waynes build an entire monorail system for the city. They just they go here you go here's an entire just our money but only. they were still here's the monorail rich. system they were still rich it was no. not enough money what did I'm they, saying, did they, that's did what they I'm... survey the community or was this a white led organization <laughs> yes, they going into the do you know what I think being, this town needs they have a massive corruption <laughs> in this is the thing Batman is wrong in that he shouldn't be beating up fucking low time small criminals. He should be going. He should be doing what Oliver Queen does in the first season of Arrow and just murdering CEOs who betrayed. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's what he goes on. Oh, his I do quest. forget that. Like he Arrow that list is like Batman people. with retrospect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because they're just like, Hindsight. wait a minute. We so yeah. Like Batman should be throwing fucking CEOs off their buildings and going. You know what I mean? So, but I, it's fine. Yes, you're correct. I'm, I'm just thinking about now. Can, can Bruce Wayne fix really mental Gotham health things faster like, than Superman can with his, with his hands? Yeah. Superman, uh, during the No Man's Land arc, where there was a massive earthquake that shattered Gotham completely, Superman showed up for a day and quit. <laughs> he tried to help, like he, he got an engineer to go to the power grid and do all this stuff, and he was like lifting stuff and moving things around and just the soul of Gotham shattered him completely. He was like, I can't do this. Yeah. You're not I in can't Kansas this anymore, and, buddy. And <laughs> Bruce is just sitting on like fucking some gargoyle, like basically smugly. Although he, I think he's just sad that his city's the way it is. He's just like, yeah, man, I told you like, it's, do you, you think, think if it was possible, I wouldn't have just called you immediately and said, yeah. help me fix the entire problem. Like, I'm imagining, obviously, Christian Bale Batman will be Batman, like the voice of Batman for me okay. forever. Like, what do you, what do you think that I, that I just am like this, you know, for no reason? I like, do you think I want to be like this? You're doing Rachel. real art. It's just, that's yeah, really Lego that. Batman. Yeah, that was very Lego well. Batman. Who also played Batman? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's Lego Batman. Yeah. The Lego, yeah. the Lego. It's a, that's a WB licensed <laughs> Batman. He is in canon. That's true. Yeah. But for me, there'll always be a conglomeration of George Clooney and the rest of my 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 Batman's <laughs> from the four four movie series. Just an entire no, like uh, like things. Adam West Batman. I love Adam West Batman. I love George Clooney Batman. But like the Christian Don't love Bale, George Batman. the the like you had to hold your nose to do the the sort of Batman voice that 
Christian Bale does. Um, I love because <laughs> I hearing it this time. It sounds like the mask presses on his nose, <laughs> or that he's got a sinus infection. Because he he did it, he did it does talk like this a little bit. It's, See, yes, it's it's delightful. So, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, what a productive conversation. This is we're we're bumping shit up a level now. Okay, so this is let's say you got this shit figured out. Right, you got some of your basics down. You're sleeping okay. You still want to to try to get you're work. You're treating your body right. Oh, okay. you're doing the, you're doing yes. What we're supposed to do, which is a lot harder, easier said than done. You know, I was going to say hard it's weird because the, the entire system tells you not to do that. Yeah, they tell you to work more instead of sleep or take care of yourself. Yeah, but now you've figured all that out. You have your work compressed to the time that they say is appropriate, which is eight hours, which is not appropriate. As psychology says, it's too many hours. It's bad for you and it makes you less productive at work. So. How can we get more work done and try to compress those hours down a little bit further, right? So there is something that they have different names for it. Some people call it a flow state or deep work or just various flow. things Flow. Like Heard that so many times when you're finally in your groove, when you can make as much money for your employer as possible, you know, when you're just at your height of efficiency. <laughs> yes, when you're getting the most work done possible. Yes, as, I, as I've said. I know. Do it for yourself. I know. Uh, yeah. So basically, how this works, right, is you whenever you start working on a task, and this is uh, specifically for I forget what they have different terms for it, but work work that it, it's uh so not manual labor, right? Work that is a little bit uh that uses some log- logical reasoning more often. Okay. Um. So, for example, computer programming is always what they're talking about. Basically, that's what they just want to talk about computer programming. But even even if you're doing something like you know uh like Taylor, I don't know what some of the the loan uh document processing looked like but there i'm, I'm sure there was enough like, certain things require yeah yeah, yeah uh, that not so much for me when i felt flow uh what i i called it like when i'm, I'm in my groove but whatever That's what it it's is. the same yeah. shit um it was when i was basket, writing they call um, it writing academically like i had done all the research mm-hmm. i had the like the basic of my argument and when it's all coming together and it's beginning to become like one cohesive thought over you know nine thousand words or whatever that's when i would hit mm-hmm. a groove because um, you kind of do all the prep to set you up for this moment and now what it is is like manifesting um yeah so you you generally yeah. need about 15 to 20 minutes even at, yeah. like your optimum to be able to hit that state and you need to be like completely uninterrupted your thoughts yep. need to be fully focused on this one task. Easier said than done again. Yeah. Oh, uh, I hit it last night. I hit groove last night. It was awesome. Yeah. Sorry. So, but there's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I grooved last night, dude. Dude, well, I grooved so hard. I like grooved three like or four, four or five times. times dude. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Our, yeah, our world Telling is. Telling you that response. I grooved all over meridian. the place. Meridian. <laughs> it was a fucking meridian groove I right hit there. The meridian. You good? We good? We got it. We got them all out of our system. We got. Well, I didn't get it all out of my system. I'll save that for after the podcast. (laughs) This is. By the way, people, this is what you get when you're productive. Wow. Let's move on to the next thing. Instead of talking about grooving everywhere. We good. We all good. Yeah. 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 That felt good. That felt good. Yes. So, in order to hit that proper (laughs) meridian, what you're really looking for is where our world has built a lot of things up that distract us from you. Yes. So our our phones and our computers they they are buzzing us with notifications, you know, constantly with, from different things. I I use three to five different messaging services for all various sorts of things. And if I was only I could literally answer messages all day, every day, and that's it. That's all I would do. 
not even counting social media, right? So what is really helpful is to just turn off those notifications. For some of you that are working in an area where you can't look at your phone anyway, it's not a problem, you know? Uh, but even when you're working on your own stuff, like say that you, you want to do some writing work for yourself, turning off those notifications seems like not fun. You know, it's your personal free time. Why shouldn't you get to look at your phone stuff? But if you don't, <laughs> something as simple as not getting, even if you just get pinged when it's a text message and all you mm-hmm. do is like glance at your phone and you don't pick it up or whatever, just seeing a little bit of that message gets your brain thinking about topics in that area and it all of a sudden grinds when you try to come back to your shit even if you immediately switch your focus back to what you're doing there is like part of your brain that is still devoting energy to thinking about that thing so just by not by turning off all of your notifications you can do that writing work that you wanted to do a lot faster so maybe you can spend less time doing it and get the same amount done and therefore have more free time (laughs) to loaf around do whatever I, I this will was, say this. Yeah, <laughs> that feels it. very, I know it's more like it's just generalized slash sort of thing, but like we were all doing a writing group at one point in this video. So it feels very like, yeah, well maybe if two of you <laughs> got rid of all your notifications, you'd be able to do that writing thing you wanted to do. <laughs> I was not one of the ones that was able to do it. I know. Time. I was going to say, we all, I mean, it's fine. It just. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really like the sensation of the groove or flow state or whatever they call it, like optimum efficiency or whatever. Um, and I got really good at getting myself in it. And it was the strangest thing. Uh, I remember the first time that, I, that I'm sure like, you know, I focused on stuff as a kid or whatever, like video mm-hmm. games or whatever. Cause that's, that's an easy way for people to get into it. Um, but I remember in, in college, the first time that I really felt it, uh, I finished all of my papers, um, and I was working on, I was just working on, no, no, it was before, it was, sorry, it was like the, the weird space between November and December, like before finals and shit happened. And I, I was cross-stitching for the first time and I was listening to an audiobook and cross-stitching and nothing else got in my way. And I looked up at a clock and like four hours had gone by and yeah. I had done an insane, <laughs> this is the first time I had ever like just, I, I just learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. I had the pattern in front of me. And I just did it. And it, it was like I, I listened to almost the entirety of the first Harry Potter book or whatever. And I just like almost finished a cross stitch. Like, that was fucking Jeez. incredible. That was awesome. I have to pee so bad. And I had no <laughs> idea until this exact moment when I dropped out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a- it, like, it's fun. And then, like, that slowly became a more productive thing. Like, uh, I know that if I do this for long enough, I will, like, I'll hit my stride. Yeah, and it's it's really, I mean, I think the point is to find, to do, when you do it with stuff that you enjoy, you know, you find reason to do it. It makes things easier. For example, I spent many years trying to, like, watch TV while I do homework. And all it means nope. is that I don't get to fully focus on the TV, and I don't get to do my homework fast at all. So I'm just left with this horrible anxiety the entire time I'm doing those things, not <laughs> wanting to turn off the TV because it's too boring to do homework alone. But, like, if you just suck it up and, like, start with your baby steps and eventually build on the skill then all of a sudden you can get your homework done super fast and then get to watch way more tv without all the anxiety right so something you may not have thought about jorge okay uh with this particular flow thing and i i didn't think about it either um, until just now until i oh was in a relationship with someone yes um my partner emily <laughs> who has clearly add mm-hmm. um okay and and I, I remember when we started to work together, like working from home together in the same space, it was there was a clash 
between because I'm a I am a no I don't want any I don't want music or oh, sometimes music is all right but like it doesn't it can't have words in it and I want to do nothing I don't want to talk I just want to do the thing I have in front of me mm-hmm. get it done and go like very much how you're talking about is very much my baseline of how I do things Emily and that's not to say that you know it's just you know, we we have different styles Emily has a TV <laughs> on you know we're talking every once in a while and she gets an incredible amount done like that is her environment uh, for productivity. It is not my environment mm-hmm. for productivity. So like we, we learn together, like I put headphones in or whatever, and we've got the TV on or whatever. So like that, that idea of flow state looks incredibly different for some people because so for some people, it looks like having the TV on and like having messages in the back. And that's the time when there's enough going on that the focus can finally happen. And for other people like me, uh, it's when all of that goes away and there's nothing but the task ahead of me. That's when I put my, like, I hear the stirrups click on the ground and I say, giddy up. Yeah. And I ride into the sunset. I'm not going to to sit here and argue with you about it. All I'll say <laughs> is that from, However. What, from what I've seen, the science disagrees with that idea. It is, it, like, what we're talking about is pretty much what... That I, different people are different? That, uh, what kind of techniques help neurologically with being able to, to get work done? Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not saying it. I, I'm just telling you what I've read. I'm not saying from, it. I just read from the thing that's psychological said. studies. You know, that's it. That's all I'll say about it. I'm just letting you know. What I'm I, just yeah, letting you know. I'm because I'm, I'm with you. Um, I've seen that. I, yeah, that's where I'll leave it. But what I will talk about <laughs> that you, that you brought up is uh, having a partner. My partner also is very. I would for so different point, different take on that. My partner is very distracting to me. Because she also likes to have TV and music and like be answering messages and then answer, asking me questions spaced like 20 seconds apart as if to make sure that I can't sit Somehow there and answer all always. of them or go back to work. Yeah. Um, but we I'm communicate really hoping a lot. hoping they can you hear. <laughs> so it's about finding out like also I need to – we did we put a lot of work into me talking to her about what she needs – to be happy and satisfied and not feel like I'm completely ignoring her for hours on end. Right. So a lot of communication helps there. And then now we know, like, for example, what we do is, uh, when I'm, when I'm trying to hit one of these States, right. I'm like, I'm putting my headphones on. I'm gonna put, turn the music loud enough so that, you know, that like, it is not time to talk to me. I mean, I usually tell her also that this is like, I'm starting now. If you want to ask me any final things. Um, I do. I, I a hundred percent is in real life. Yes, of course. It's also, it's very good to you to be like, let's establish communication. I imagine the before times of that were just smash cut to you completely stone still on the couch with your hands on the keyboard and her going, please, Lauren, please do something. And you're just not moving, just refusing to move completely. I remember because uh, like, so and last night, I don't get it. She's being so annoying. <laughs> So I mentioned last night I got into the groove, and that's when I was editing the Get podcast. The editing, groove. I found, is a, a new one for me um, that works really well. It's not a project it's, it's you like. A, Don't worry. Just give it time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you – know, but it's it, it's a, it's a, it's got yeah, enough no, um, enough engagement, yes. but I like hearing the jokes and everything, and I yeah. know where the story is going. So it, it works really well to keep me engaged, and then I can, so I don't mind listening to the same 15 mm-hmm. seconds four times as I'm trying to like cut out someone breathing heavily, but also make it sound like natural <laughs> speech throughout or whatever. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't know, I was gonna call someone out, like, I don't know who to call out. We all breathe, you know, get every any breathing. Mouth breathing. Like, yeah, John, you <laughs> mouth and nose. 
That's breather. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guy who exhales and inhales. How dare yeah. you? That's John from Downtime with John and Emily. <laughs> okay, so all right. Oh. Um, because so, this is related because it is our it. product and it is product productivity. Uh, it was very funny, and I was telling Jorge a little bit so about hard this. <laughs> oh yeah, I was telling Jorge a little bit about this before we got on today. I was editing um our newest podcast, Outlaws and Old Ones, coming out on April thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Tuesday the thirteenth. Um, like, a little more than a week away, dude. Yeah. So I was I was editing that and I just became incredibly familiar <laughs> with how we all speak. Us three, John and Shannon, who mm-hmm. are the cast of Outlaws and Old Ones, the main cast of Outlaws and Old Ones. Um, yeah, the main and it was cast. very funny. That thing you're doing right now, Brian, that's a thing that you do. Absolutely. Like the comments behind and uh <laughs> you it was very fun. Um but to hear you laugh because it would kind of take me out for a moment. Like, no, 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 this is a joke. This is a joke. Time oh, it differently. Sure. Time it differently. Like, you sure, would sure. cue me into this because you would be laughing. But I do want to ask John, because I know he listens to our podcast too, if you could, um, and I know you will in the future, but in the past, if you could fix this, <coughs> take slightly... <laughs> Shorter pauses, because <laughs> as P.T. Sinclair, he would, ah, yes. What I will do is. It's painful, dude. This is awful. This. No. <laughs> it's just like, all right, buddy. I love you. Cutting that right out. You know, like, splicing those together. P.T.'s talking like a person. As much as I want a dog pile right now, I'm, I would I'd I much know, rather no, have him. Gonna... I'm going gonna, gonna to have him on so I can. So we can oh, dog pile on him. I need, I need him to be able to hit back, or I can't. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Because no. trust me, I mean, I, I cut, I, I cut out so much of my Everybody speech because I end up repeating myself a lot, at least at the beginning. But we'll talk about that. You just listen to the podcast. Or he's the type of bully who like needs you to throw the get first up. punch so that he can pound. Yeah, he's like, get up, <laughs> hit me. And then he hit tries, me. Oh, gonna... you hit me, bang. <laughs> uh, yes. <sighs> so there's that. Getting back to flow states and deep work. all of that. Um, this is a weird office one. It doesn't apply to that many people, but if you can at all control the number of meetings you have, they're for the most part not super good for you. They can all be shorter or less, just like be talked over by... But it's like almost if, impossible at most companies to have any control over that. If our what? generation had a tombstone, just one, it might truly say this could have been an email. <laughs> it's... it's it's so very true. Yes. So now, so j- just to cover, just to recover everything we talked about, right? If you take care of, of your body, all the natural stuff you hear about, like sleeping enough, eating right, exercise, meditation, watching like your for your mental health stuff, you know, maybe seeing a therapist if that's if that's going to be good for you, all all that kind of stuff. And then when it's actually time for you to work, getting notifications off and doing this kind of like focused on a single task type of thing. All and that Batman in general should stop beating up the mentally ill and poor. Yeah. Yes, altogether that makes for like pretty good, pretty good fucking shit. You know, like that's that alone is probably enough. If you want to go deeper, there are techniques that I believe all really like are just different methods, methodologies that for optimizing these things, right? So, the first one and simplest is just the uh, the Pomodoro technique. Have you all heard about this? Have you heard is that about twenty five on five off? Uh, get a yeah. lovely pizza from a, a it's something it's Italian tw- restaurant. They do different amounts of time, um, but it's just you you set something from like, it's like twenty twenty five minutes of work, and then you take like a five minute break, and then you do that 
three times, but after the third time, you take a longer break, so like twenty minutes or something like that, and then you just restart. And you can you can like keep pumping up the jams by like counting them and seeing how many you get done in a day when you're doing them correctly before your brain starts fizzling out, uh, and then getting to be able to start estimating how many pomodoros it takes to do tasks so you can start being like i kind of know exactly how long it'll take me to finish any any given thing because you know like so how many a, pomodoros and how many pomodoros per day you do so a pomodoro is like an extended rap god it is another unit yeah. of measurement yes it's a, of it's a mental a focus rap god <laughs> yeah a same unit of pleasure and productivity I, I would recommend it for if you much wanna, like rap god. If you want to dip it, and we can make them rap gods, you know. So if you want to dip a toe <laughs> into it, then you uh, what would you? How many rap gods is twenty minutes? Three and a third. Three and a bit. Yeah. So let's say work for four rap gods straight. Notifications yep. off. Not looking at anything else. Right. Four rap gods straight. Yeah. And then you stop, and for one whole rap god, you can you can like look at your phone, you know, and like you can listen to the lyrics. I still wouldn't get on social media. <laughs> you can media. listen to the lyrics. You can, you can so. practice doing rap god. Yeah, you can practice. Um, <laughs> I'd do something a little bit chill, like go, you know, maybe take a walk for a couple minutes or something. Not, yeah, not just blast yourself <laughs> take with a, a walk whole stream. Rap just fucking <laughs> feeling like a rap god. Rap god, it's just just beeping, like bopping down the street angrily. <laughs> yeah, and then another four rap gods of solid work, right? If you do this, you should be able to hit that flow state within the four app gods, and you just get an idea of like how how effective that state is without like super committing into the any of these other things, right? You can do that okay. for a day, just see how it feels. You can do it just for one, just to just to dip your toe in. So it's like I have found it is much easier to focus on your task and not focus on anything else when you can tell yourself it's only for 20 minutes, right? I can, this too shall pass. I can buckle it down. I can do this and I can always decide to quit for the rest of the day afterwards. Right. So (laughs) yeah, it makes it easier. It is always easier. It's that one day at a time type of thinking, you know, always easier like that. I can do anything for a minute. Yes. Another one. That's what I tell women all the time. (laughs) That's horrible. Uh, to-do lists. <laughs> Sorry. It's the imagination went wild Why at that statement. Like- yeah, it's just, it's just, it was, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Next with Nicolas Cage, but when he oh. like goes in 75 different directions at once, that was with what my mind did with that's a sexual that's imagination that's about what Brian meant with that statement. I just saw him in one room doing all of them simultaneously. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I love Jorge so much because he very clearly, especially I think, especially with his topics, depending on them, but like wants to like I want to learn. I want to give the people the information. It's just comedy podcast. Just no, <laughs> get away. I feel your pain, buddy. I mean, I make you guys read Plato every once in a while. No, so but like we read it all and then just make jokes off of it. So at least it's. <laughs> It's the uh, it's the having to picture Brian in a, in a hundred different so, oh, sexual wow. positions in a room. It's so horrid, <laughs> so awful. Anyways, like watching Jabba the Hutt try to do a slip. That is not what I mean, Brian. Exactly you, what I you mean. Refer I, back to I mental health section. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed the movie Next, which was not a little. <laughs> or hey, try to send me to my room. You go back to the mental health <laughs> section and you think about what you just said. There's another tip: speak positively about yourself, folks. It hurts. Unironically, it hurts when that. you when you when you let these these negative thoughts slip in. It's bad for yeah. you all around. 
so what? next, I'm, it's really funny when I say those things. <laughs> that is, we're comedians. It's different. Do That's do as problem, we yeah. do as we say, not as we do. Uh, yes. Another one. This isn't like a formal technique, but in general, the concept of to do lists, I think, don't always get enough like props for how powerful. Oh, yeah. I love them. I keep every single thing I have to do in a to do list because my memory is absolute dog shit, and I am I am naturally a procrastinator and a lazy, lazy person. I don't want to do any of this, but I love free time and loafing so much that I do all of these things in order to try to steal more loafing time for myself. Full circle here. Um, well, not full circle, but call back from five minutes ago. Do you know who had a particular thing to say about the relationship between memory and writing? That would be our boy Plato. Socrates oh. does not like writing. He thinks it is laziness. Uh, it is. Because, you know, like, if you keep writing shit down, you remember less. <laughs> it's just, you oh. know, and people go like, well, no, I write stuff down because, and then his interlocutor says like, no, 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 you don't understand. I write stuff down because I forget it. And he goes, no, you're wrong. It's the other way around. And I'll show you why. It's called the Phaedrus. It's the Phaedrus. Sounds like he definitely forgot a lot of stuff. <laughs> No, it's, it's, also, is yeah, this it's, entire it's a, thing written down? But by by Plato, people. not by Socrates. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Plato he had the conversation. <laughs> I know. No, it's 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 one of those funny things that people like writing like, down forget that Socrates sense. advocated for. Like, yeah, writing sucks. And like, okay, yeah, we're gonna ignore that one. You know, a couple <laughs> but, other right, things, dude. <laughs> yeah, like you can't win them all. Can't bat a thousand. So no, right. like again, I, and I I like that moment because I'm not a natural to do list person. Mm-hmm. Um. I am a, like, I have it, if, in my perfect environment, I am aware that there's a lot of balls in the air right now, and I, I am focusing, I understand where everything's going, I'm doing this, now I'm doing this, now I'm doing this, but life impresses itself upon you, and there are things which, like, life is throwing balls in that you weren't accounting for, so now you need a list, uh, and I, I am yeah. an aficionado of the to-do list, it was not the way I was... It was not the way I was made and came into this world, but it's what I have forged of myself in it. Yeah, because when life throws you a ball, it doesn't, you don't, that ball doesn't just like fall on the ground. It's that thing where somebody throws one more ball into the things that you're juggling and then you drop all of them. It's correct. Yup. Um, so, it's yeah, a 90 personally, mile per hour fastball. It's not a. Yeah. <laughs> I find that before something makes it to my to do list, I am thinking about it over and over and over again because I know I need to not forget it. So it just keeps polluting all of my thoughts until it's somewhere where I know it's safe and secure and I can forget about it, clear my brain oh, okay. and then it makes it easier to hit flow states. Right. Or just to fucking enjoy your time off and not be thinking about the million things you have to do because if you stop thinking about them. You'll forget them and then they'll be gone. So to do lists, I think are fucking great. Um, overall, I think you should be writing them down the second that you have something you should do. Just throw it right into where it goes. Uh, personally, I recommend the app Todoist. It's on all platforms, and most of what you need it for is free. Pretty much anything that you'll want it for, most likely, is free. I don't know, man. Um, the Apple Notes app. There's something super satisfying about making it the clicky, the clicky with a check mark kind of item on a list. Um, there's a That's new what the item entire type. Todoist app is. Yeah, all right. Well, you can already have it for free. So, fuck it. You know, I, I really like... But I like the yellow. Okay, the yellow's nice. I like oh, I my see. app. I, 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 switch, I, do I, switch my right? notes. I do it my way. It's just a complete white screen for you guys, but I am hitting uh, install on Todoist because the uh, the literal mountains uh, from my childhood slash adolescence of 
fucking dead, completely empty weekly planners that my mother <laughs> yep. got me yep. is the si- I never oh. used to do. Oh, I'll show my you guys God, right like here. The- Hold on. If you guys want some fucking to-do list action, this bad boy, this That's bad big boy book. is my boy. Holding up so a big this is a Staples sells an entirely modular set of planners, which are fucking sick, and I'm all about them. Sorry, I turned to May, so there's nothing Turned a in completely there. empty page. I yeah. love this thing. It is my absolute god i am a handwritten person i have tried many times to go entirely digital it's never it never works quite I'm as sure well for me because like the, the like oh there psychologically there absolutely is. There is. psychologically god, yeah like physically reading words on a physically podcast. yeah physically reading books and physically writing things down engages your brain in a different way than reading text on a screen mm-hmm. or typing something out like they're different motor functions and they have different connections in the brain I actually have no writing uh, things down is better for the is better for memory. I actually have not read anything personally on reading, but writing the exactly what he said helps for memorization in particular. Um, reading on screens, uh, there's a there's debate between how we read on screens because mm. we don't follow sure. lines of text on screen. We know where to go. We usually look up. We scroll down. We go to the bottom. Like it's fine. Versus like a page is a unit. Um, like if you're reading a book oh. or something, so you can consume kind of the unit, and your brain kind of tells you like, cool next thing let's store all go of that through. and get going yeah there's sort of an automatic chunking that happens with something like a page granted this goes away if you read something like on a scroll um like if a physical scroll like Stop a Torah, i guess is the only book i can think of that's still produced on a scroll like that that same function that same uh, kind of automatic chunking goes away hmm. you also can smell a book and smell is huge in memory smell is huge in memory now, with to-do lists, there you we can bump it up a level, just like everything else, right? There is a system called Getting Things Done, or GTD for short. It is just, like, more complicated. Is that to save time? What? Like, GTD? Yeah. Is that to save time, to abbreviate it? Like that? Uh, yes. yes. To be more assume, productive by only saying yeah. GTD instead of... Yes. Uh, Got to save that done. time. So, it... Like you just... You... Okay. <laughs> Is that is that what you have, Brian? Is that what you GSTG? No. Say it again. Say it again. Just let Brian. it go under the. See, go. this is no. So here we go, Brian. What do you got? These. You have to go. You have to let Until them go under no, the wire. I don't have to do anything. Small I don't have to do anything. Brian. Explosives that you let go under the wire, and the other person who isn't talking goes, <laughs> and then it's over. But the audience can get a little treat while you're boring them with your lecture about getting things done. That we can. Do. <laughs> I couldn't this even is... say it. With, I'm sorry. I couldn't even get through it. This is why I, I'm very experienced with the, with the with the tiny mic well, drops. Because you're the person I usually do them for. <laughs> yeah, so I do I do them to you in, in person. Yeah, when there's other people. Doing here. Each other. Anyways, uh, getting things done. You just it's it's just a way to organize your to do list by like projects, and then you have mm. labels for them, and then you you can build all sorts of complicated views, or you filter by labels and projects and like due dates and everything. It, Oh, okay. It's not okay. that complicated. It'd be super boring to explain it in detail here. It's just more tools to uh, yeah. organize the way you Searchable. want to yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah, okay. Now, people do this with non-digital as well. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but the original sure. book I do on it with this non-digital. was non-digital. Um, <laughs> listen, if you prefer you non-digital, there's, no, there's nothing... There's nothing in in the science research that says the digital will be more effective for any of the techniques I'm talking mm-hmm. about here. No, the reason I like this um, this system staple system of modular planners is we're not that I can get. Um, no, we're not stopped. No, not yet. But I know you guys are desperate. I went in a staple the other day, and you guys could use some help. Money, please. Um, 
but you can put in pages like, okay, so at the beginning of the week, there's the week planner, and then it turns to five business days. And in between those pages, I put uh, two front and back line pages that I'll take notes on every day, and those will have a place for the date. So I see my big, here's the week, I see tasks for the day, and then I expand on that, like whatever task during the day in the notes section, which is between the week section. And then it all turns over into the next week. I fucking love this plan right now. I'm a huge fan of the Staples Modular Planner That's something I feel like is probably easier to get done in physical form than it is in digital form. Um, It is also something where I would never go back and read it. I can barely read a book, so I'm not going to go read all my chicken scratch. Um, No, no, no. No, and that's the thing. Like, uh, the notes are not for long-term posterity or anything. It's like a lot of information is coming at me quickly. I need to make sure I have it all for later. I have it here. Okay, questions. Excellent. Writing down. Then, like, when it's all done with, I never look at those notes again. I never look at them again. But I have them, and I never forget anything. I've had to reference really old notes before, and it is it is like <sighs> godsend, dude. It's so Sometimes it's so it's... scary when you're looking through <laughs> hundreds of pages of old notes from like a year ago, being like, I really, really need to find this information. Really you know what it is to me? It's like seeing uh, the chimpanzee behind the glass, where uh, you know, you write something in there and you you recognize the language, right? Um, like you're looking at the chimp and it, it does something like, wait, I know what you mean. <laughs> yes. Family, you and I together are related in the same way. Like I know what this abbreviation means. I, I, I have figured out language <laughs> when you look at like really old oh notes, like, a hand is reaching across an ancient civilization. And I understand ape together. Strong, strong, <laughs> no me ape and past ape. Strong. Uh, which brings us to the end Lock. of our our, our lecture today. Uh, this is the the most intense. I mean, there's all sorts of other things that people do. There's a million different systems. These are just the sure. ones that I personally sure. started using. You know, I did to do lists for many years, and then I've more recently started. Jorge get, does all of done. these things forever. Yes, all the time. I get a lot done. I have time for a we lot never of see stuff. Uh, but you do. Every there, single week, I will, like clockwork. They're going to think at the end of this that I'm going to bring up, but continue. So the the last one is if you really want to want to fuck yourself up on this stuff and go full nerd, you can start do you can like take this to the absolute extreme. Um, arguably not healthy. Maybe maybe works out. I don't know. Uh, I've been experimenting somewhat with you take you take your day and then you schedule out the whole thing in blocks as small as 15 minutes yeah no yeah we've gone so far past what the human being was cannot stress nope nope this was what i was bringing up now no even clocks break down and they're meant to keep that kind of (laughs) i so i would argue that sometimes you would wouldn't you y'all do this (laughs) you just don't write it down you look at your day you look at when you have meetings and stuff and you decide oh during this gap is like when i can work on this thing you know, or like I'm going to eat around this time, which should make it easy since I have to do this work at that point. Right. So you yeah. do this and you keep it in your head instead of writing it down, which what did we talk about? Right. Writing it down is better. Because it's for lazy it out nerds of head, who can't remember. You shit. Yeah, you're you right. You don't have to think about it anymore. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. 
Okay. Do you know the difference is between writing down every 15 minutes and living all of those 15 minutes is that life happens in between. And I can say, like, this task is going to take. Yeah, but all the 15 minutes are fucking thing. You got to, like, what am I going to do? Now I got to move every, like, I got like 12 fucking things I got to move back for the next four hours. It's super easy and digital, I got to say. There's the the gimmick. There's there's another thing that was just, like, no, I hate this so much. (laughs) I so vehement. One, because it implies and and this is the thing about it that i actually think i dislike the most is one i think this is the big example of falling into like that macho bullshit productivity culture of like i'm not it's all the the it is toxic. It's, a, it's it's vibes it's yeah it's toxic it's this weird like i have to be what i'm doing isn't as important as the fact that i'm doing things and people know how much i'm doing you know what i mean like and i know you're this is used as a private yes, thing I, for I, actual no, i will say yeah. that the people who do this i absolutely agree with you like it yeah, is that that's, culture I, for i wasn't sure. i just wanted to yeah. clarify that this wasn't like fuck you specifically yes. <laughs> it was more like that's the vibe that happens with a lot of for these sure. people that's um, where these things come from is all those those type of toxic people yeah but i think it also I, I feel like, and I, this is just me talking because I'm on a podcast. What I'm going to do, do an entire double-blind study that researches this. Um, like, I feel like even saying, like, here I have my free time blocked out for this makes it a task again. Like Scheduled have, fun is bullshit. Yeah, that's I think it's that's never sort of right. the thought I, that I'm getting out of it. Like, almost all fun in my life is scheduled, and I fucking love it. This, this is <sighs> I, I can't wait. This is scheduled when fun. When something happens. Outlaws and old ones like, are scheduled fun. All those things are fun to me, dude. Like, don't get correct. me wrong. I have a great time. They do not fulfill fun. Correct. Like they, like they don't. Like perhaps correct. we are very Agreed. different yes. in this, but like, if you tell me ahead of time, like this is the time you're gonna have fun. Like you don't know that you're not I there know. at that time. <laughs> like in service of being productive, I refuse for my like embodied self to be reduced to automaton mm-hmm. so that I can get everything done. Like it's not like, it's not when someone um, tells me like, this is your break time. This is when you will be relaxed. Like, no, no, that's not how <laughs> now that, I'm not that's relaxed not body because works. I, because <laughs> I might have to shit five minutes before and that throws your whole fucking thing out of whack. Now we got 12 things we got to move and it's my fault because I'm sorry. I have a body that doesn't work on minutes. I, yeah. And this is more about the, this, for me at least like it's getting to the point of like doing the whole day in those increments is the line for me like obviously having a schedule and like doing that all things have a schedule plants have a fucking good it is actually good to do that it's It's the it's the like and then 15 we joked about it with you jorge where you were Mm -hmm. like we, we we made the comment where we went Oh, so do you break out the time of when you pee and you go, well, I pee in the little in-between times of breaks. And we're like, are you joking or are you serious? Because that's what it implies. Depends like, on the day, man. Depends on the day. That's the problem. That's what, that's what I'm saying. But I do it. I do whatever I feel like every day, right? If I feel like doing it f- when I, when I schedule. So long that it's scheduled ahead of time. Yeah. Well, I only, I only and only the things of. you and only the things you can do because there's other stuff that you are given as a task. So you can do some of it on some level, but certain things. So I, I, if I, if I don't, so, so in I, terms of discussions we've had, there are things where you go, yeah, I can no longer hang out now, which is something you would want to do because you have to go do a project that. Did I, you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't want to, I love doing projects. I would not give up. Sure, any of my personal we're just saying projects. you love projects more than us. That's what we're. <laughs> Uh, Why don't you like me? 
as far as the the scheduling things go, I only schedule yes. to like the end of work, basically, and then the rest of the days. What you guys are calling scheduled free time for me is like, well, okay, but it's like a huge chunk of time that. Like, that's see, that's different. That's fine because yeah. going. But I usually I do a, think there is a difference between I'm going to schedule out my entire day, and I'm basically going to schedule out my entire day with four to six hours of it being blank. You know what mm. I mean? Like. I think when you get into that language of like every 15 minutes, my brain immediately goes to for sure mandatory fun. I, George Orwin's fucking 1978 like, or something. Like, I'm you clearly know. striking something deep when I talk about <laughs> it in both of you. Something 100%. something starts to crack for sure. Totally. Uh, but no, it's it's a huge. Because we're goddamn Americans who want our freedom. <laughs> no, it's like, I do, do you it know for the, more freedom. Do you know the um, I know. <laughs> when unions were pushing for the eight-hour workday to be the accepted uh, standard, and anything above that would be overtime. Um, overtime. <clears throat> the campaign, the biggest and most successful campaign, was eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work, eight hours for a man for himself. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's not scheduling out. That's an ethos. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I want to have free time at the end of the day is not scheduling free time, but like I will have 15 minutes between these two tasks in order to have like a relaxed period that I know psychologically I will need in order to re-enter a productive state so that at the end of all this productivity, I will have the opportunity to truly be free is psychotic. We're using the worst, the the most stringent and strict form of Jorge's argument in order to attack him with it. So I 100% Well, it's holding the argument to not hold water whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, It's holding the feet to the coals. You know what I mean? Uh, No, to to give you an idea of, because yes, since I'm pulling them from dark sources, it all sounds very bad. But to give you an idea of what I've managed to do with these techniques, I work, so obviously this is incredibly privileged because my job allows me to work literally just as much as I want to get my projects done. I work, 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 like on my money, work, work, money work, jobs work, work. for yeah. two to four hours a day on average. It's bullshit. Yeah. And then it's the amazing. rest of the time is all I do. A, I could spend a lot of time doing organizing work for a queer leftist organization in the area. I get to do the podcast, the stream, and to several other personal projects. And I still usually have a little bit of time at night to, to, to do free time stuff as well yeah. as... When I, I've been a little bit busier with work, but normally I also had time to work out and meditate and do my sleep cycle stuff. And, and just I get to keep filling it up with more fun stuff to do. Well, you've said it right there. You know, uh, and actually, this is a, a bit of reading for this topic that I would encourage everyone to do. Uh, well, the amount of work, work. work. There you go. Yeah, the amount of work, work that you talked about, two to four hours. Like, that is the amount that in a pre-industrial society, we did. That was that was it. Um, I'm talking. We've talked about this essay before in the How to Be Idle episode. But E. P. Thompson in 1967 writes a work called Time, Work, Discipline, and Industrial Capitalism from the journal Past to Present. Uh, it's an excellent article where he talks about like the creation of hourly or like time determined wage versus product determined wage. Any uh, the the basic of the argument is a weaver, for example, in the pre-industrial age would weave about as much as he or she needed to in order to like do the you know, do their stuff. Sometimes it would be more. Sometimes it'd be a nice day, and they would do less so they could go enjoy it. But it was always about like just enough to sustain their needs, and if they wanted to do more, do more. And it worked out to be about two to four hours a day. Well. When the process of weaving became industrialized in the 19th century, 
people who owned factories who still had that two to four hours of actual work that they had to do a day and oftentimes less because they could pay other people to do it weren't about people loosey-goosey doing it they're (laughs) like no we need you at that loom from this hour to this hour and he talks about like the ideological shift that made that possible like Like, ideological dude truly you're telling me also like yeah yeah, jorge like it's wonderful that you can get that is really good because you only have to work two to four hours a day and then you can you know lowercase w work on so many other things that are self-directed because you have the i feel like people have an infinite well of work that they can do for things that they want to do you know what i mean but things that we have to do take so much more than they should out of us. For sure. So if I got to work eight hours a day and then I also have to work on the house and feed myself and the pets and make sure that, you know, like our products are happening right now and we spend time on this. Like there's no there's no time. There's yeah, no there's amount of scheduling that's going to do any. There's no scheduling that's going to do it. Yeah. And if I have to watch another goddamn video yeah. on <laughs> if you were more productive, like, cool, I would have more times in the eight hours that I'm still required to work to be working. And I'm still fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, scheduling. Go, go fuck yourself for, about that shit. Because Jorge made a face like implying like, yeah, scheduling probably would help. Scheduling isn't solving the systemic fundamental no, problem. No, like I like, said. It is a good uh like salve to try and like ease the bruising or like the swelling of the issue, but it isn't going to stop the thing from like, it's I, still the problem that it is, yeah. which is why I volunteer with organizations that exactly want to abolish many things, including the 40 hour work week. Right. That is where I actively work to liberate people from <laughs> this kind of thing. But, and like I said, the out, the eight hours you got, those are locked down. I can't, you can't exactly, say, you know, the system locked you into them. You're not getting them back. Right. But everything outside, there's there's little things that I found when I did start scheduling out my day. There's little things I found out just like, oh, I take sometimes upwards of fucking 15 minutes to 45 minutes, like just between when I decide to take a shit and get back to work. Right. Like just being on my phone and then diddling around and doing whatever. And it's like, sure, it's nice to to be able to take that time. But I don't want that time. That's time I'd rather use having fun at the end, you know, of the day. Aren't. But isn't there like there is evidence to dis, uh, to suggest like this idle time that undirection time is incredibly useful for the creative capacity of the mind. So like your next task that you do after that 15 minutes or whatever amount of time of doodling around on your phone when you suddenly go, oh, shit, no, this is what I can do. That time, if rescheduled to the end of the day, is no longer in service or could be in service of the task later. If you allow these periods of unstructuredness, like that, like, you know, like I took a shit and then for whatever reason I wanted to read that New Yorker magazine that I got four years ago that I never read. And like in the middle of that, oh my God, I suddenly figured out my project. Well, that never would have happened if you saved all that time to the end. Because if you saved all that time to the end, like a reasonable person, you would have thrown out that New Yorker magazine because you would have scheduled you would have used it. it to wipe your butt of all the shit that apparently is on it because <laughs> you're taking math. Yeah, which is why I, <laughs> the accident and the idol is a place where like I stuff agree. happens. Yeah, so I, I don't want to use that time or that creativity for work work, right? I say, fuck them. They get enough of it even at my few amount of hours. I don't like work. I, I go back to letting myself do that when it's back into my free time where that, that kind of creativity work only goes into my own projects. When it's time, I, that's why I'm saying I do all this to shove work out of the way super fast. That's it. Sure, 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 sure. Um, the other thing, it's yeah. it's as a freelancer, if anybody out there is freelancing, um, the way I've managed to do this is I just tell my clients directly, like, hey, 
I schedule all my shit around being very, very productive. I could work more hours if you want me to. You're going to be paying more money because it's more hours in which I'm getting less work done. So it just doesn't make sense for you. I'm only working these hours. You can't stop me. It's in my contract. Goodbye. That's it. Contracts are nice. Contracts are fucking Contracts nice, are dude. important. Contracts are, yeah, don't ever do anything without a contract. Um, That's it. That's all yeah. I got. Nice. Um, so on the topic of, I took a John level pause there. On the topic of productivity, are we friends? I I feel like there like there's some stuff I put out there that I feel like didn't didn't super vibe with with every but I think it <laughs> not like, a given, vibe. given enough time, I think y'all would come to see that we are on the same page, especially if you like if I gave you like a tour of the factory, right, and you came around and like really inspected and looked at what I was doing, you'd see that everything's up to code, everything's above board, and I think we would come to an, a friendship we would understanding. Come. Together. Come. Yes. We would come Meridian. together. I I, I was at first when I was when I took my inhale. I was gonna say for the first time I'm exactly fifty fifty. Jorge, after just hearing what you said, I'm actually gonna go no. And let me tell you exactly why. Because um, you suck. Because there hate was. Because you. you suck and you're a loser and I don't um, like you. You're tacky and I. Hate <laughs> you. uh, uh, no, because no, with something like with, with productivity, there. And it's a matter of degree. There's an intentionality that I find distasteful. Um, and there's a responsibility that you take for that sort of intentionality. Because if you if you have your life so scheduled out, anything that happens to get left out by the wayside, you're now directly responsible for. Because if you're so intentionally scheduling your life, you must have accounted for it. There's some sort of calculus. However... When life is a little more loosey-goosey and things sort of just happen, you kind of roll with the punches. Like, I, I am more willing to extend, um, like, a grace and, like, oh, you know, whatever. Things happen. I know things happen because that's the way things happen to you. Um, and I'm not saying I'm – not, I'm not talking about you personally. I'm talking about, like, the pro- pro- productivity in general. Let's talk about you So personally. whenever <laughs> – it's – it's it is the vanity – of having such an intentional way about going through something. Like I, I, I do, I, I find it, it's too much. I agree. We got to schedule. like some things are scheduled. Some things work better. I was gushing about my planner and I love my planner and I love having like a plan to do things sometimes. And I love hitting the flow state on projects that I like. And I like hitting the flow state at work because it makes the whole goddamn thing go faster. And I end up doing well, which makes me more money, which gives me more free time. So like, I don't care that they're taking that time because everyone has that time taken from them, but it's, it's too much. It's too much for me. There we go. The point of life, the point of life is not to get as much possible done. Point of life. The point of life is to do it. I don't know. There is the, like <laughs> they, they, they shouldn't fucking... have a firm answer on it. You should have time to sit and fucking jack off and reach meridians and doodle around and look at clouds and do things you didn't expect to do and sometimes move things to the next day without having to move 12 other items on your fucking which, list which is why life <laughs> is an organic thing that happens you definitely still and life has schedules you, but life it is like, like I, a hurricane I 
you you here definitely in Duckburg. <laughs> fundamentally still do not understand aspects of it because if you think that I haven't blown my load right through my schedule. <laughs> Anyways, wait, Brian. literally or metaphorically? No, that's why. I, that's why I said. That's why I said. Very. No, and I said like very intentionally. Like, I'm not talking about you specifically, <laughs> but the question is like oh. on the topic oh. of productivity, and like on the topic of productivity in the abstract. No, no, no. Like, then we're then we're still in agreement. Dirty word. That's what I'm saying. Pretty yeah. much on in any way that you guys have been spinning it, we're in agreement. It just doesn't sound like it. But yeah, because uh, I, I would agree with the the whole culture of productivity and the play the sources that all these things come from are incredibly toxic and people use it to to say all sorts of nasty. You things are you're, yeah, and, you're and for that such thing, it's too much of a right shadow. Now. It's oh every we're the Jedi and we're supposed to be good or whatever. And then Mace Windu goes, yeah, but what if we just tap into the dark side a little like bit a little so that bit, we can be dude. really good at lightsaber stuff? And Yoda's like, dude, what? And he's like, too late, I already did it. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, what about no force Mine's powers, electric. but just a little bit of, of lightsaber skill stuff? That's, ex- like, that's exactly it. He's like, I'm not going to like, oh, yeah. except he uses a force crush on General Grievous, and that's why he has the cough, is because mm-hmm. he tapped into the dark side too much. And look what happened to him. He got thrown out of a building. So, hmm. And another Disney-owned <laughs> metaphor. Uh, Wait, that's what they all are, dude. something like the power of Darmondo, or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> that the Ancient One was using. Dormammu. If you're using it... Dormando burger from good yeah Dormando whatever Dormamook or whatever Dormamu whenever even if you're using the power of Dormamu for good you're still tapping into something that's fundamentally bad you know what I mean like the uh, Tilda Swinton in addition to being a terrible casting choice is a terrible character because she uses the bad for and sure. tries to call it good but it's still bad you and know if, what i mean that's what like we can you can we know trust me productivity can be fine we can reclaim it we can use it for no. ourselves it'll be good this time <laughs> no yes no, i'm sorry it sounds like you're just recreating structures like that in your own life and they don't even have to do it for you anymore i i don't have any any way to respond without you freaking out so, <laughs> oh, I'm not freaking Without out. Triggering I'm Doctor you Strange. Really liberal leftist snowflake. No, no, no. Like I understand. Like I, I, I'm happy that um, that you get a lot done, and I'm happy that you like. No, no, I am. Like I think you do use it for good. And obviously, we talked about how much we like uh, some of these same processes. Um, but again, the question was on the topic of productivity, and we didn't say on the topic of how Jorge yeah. specifically, like we all have, have taken moments of productivity of this toxic culture. Like, no, it feels good to do things, and these are all things that we like to do. We didn't say that. We said on the topic of capital P, productivity. I'm going to say respectfully no. Fair. I think there's a lot of good that we talked about, and I liked it, but we're allowed to say goddamn yes. no on this podcast. Of course, 100% true. Brian. Um, yeah, I was going to say, that took a <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say no only because uh, Taylor's some egghead liberal professor <laughs> type and Jorge's a capitalist collaborating automaton who doesn't fucking know how to have fun anymore and smell a rose. Uh, and I'm a red-blooded American who wants to work for my living but also have a goddamn barbecue. Yeah, I eat red while. meat, so what? <laughs> very, very nice. Oh man! Um, so oh my God. it seems like there's 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 a lot a lot of input that you could have on this. This is more listener. of a discussion, yeah. Yes, the best place to to contribute to the to the ongoing conversation on the many topics from our friends is either reach not just one of our social medias that you'll about you're about to hear plugged, or on our Discord, which we I don't know if that link is anywhere. We should put it somewhere. 
Um, it's going to be in the episode description. I think we started adding we links. We should also put it in our social media bios, shouldn't we? Something like it's that. It's already in our Instagram. If you go to our Instagram yeah. page, you can find a link to our Discord. It's the only clickable link there. Yeah. Maybe set up a link tree or something. Anyways, come into the Discord and come say something. You'll probably talk to our biggest fan by far, Danny, it seems, <laughs> who I talk to quite <laughs> often on there now. So. Wow. Also, come if you want to... Uh, <laughs> What? It's you a can good find thing. Us on it's, our, it's like a it's yeah. like a, a kids corner. No, it's not. So you can, in addition to our new Discord, uh, where you can reach all of our related, um, all of our related projects, including Outlaws and Old Ones, which happens every Thursday night on twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, also, check out Tuesday, April 13th. Uh, we're going to be dropping a new project, the Outlaws and Old Ones podcast, which is a re-edited version with a lot of original art and a lot of original music. And it's a very fun sort of like radio drama product that we think you guys are really going to like. Uh, in addition, on our Discord, you can find Downtime with John and Emily, our sister podcast. You can find them at Downy Siblings on Twitter and Instagram or on their website, getdowny.com. Lastly... And most importantly, you can find us on our website, r-we-friends.com. Amen. I have took been... took the pause now, huh? I know, right? <laughs> I have been your rose-smelling, meandering, feeding the ducks by the lake... Uh, as I slowly make love to myself in pockets of my own time, co-host Taylor. I am your Minuteman, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you next week, whenever we get to it. Let's be very clear, it's not an overscheduled thing. Quark, 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 quark.